Uh, and so we're really happy to have Tim and the whole uh, Birdwell family here this morning. And wanted to begin before, Tim's going to actually teach this morning. Um, but before that, wanted you guys to hear a little bit more of, of what's going on at Phoenix Bible Church. So give us a little bit of an update. How, how are things going uh, in Phoenix? Yeah. Well, we're two years in uh, to a new church. We just celebrated our two, second birthday a few weeks ago uh, with chicken and waffles because, you know, that's the way you got to do it. But uh, two years in, and I, I feel like we're really coming into our, our own, who, who we are as a church. So at the beginning, things were so chaotic, to be honest with you. Uh, we were building the plane as we were flying at all those things, and we threw up mission, vision, values on a website, but we really didn't know who, who is God making us to be and why are we here. And I would say two years in, we've seen that more clearly. So we, we say a lot at our church, uh, love moves. And so the love of Jesus moved him to come to earth, live, die, and resurrect on our behalf. It moves us, and we receive his love to live that out. And, and that's something that we've said. I think we're seeing that, that lived out now. And so we, we, we talk about all the time. Phoenix, on the surface, seems very um, nice and suburbia and golf, right? If you've been to Phoenix, this is what you think of, right? Um, but under the surface, it's actually a very broken place. And um, it, it's the ninth least church city in America, which is surprising, right? Even for people in Phoenix, they're like, really? But Barna, the research company, they last year said it's the ninth least church city in America. And so you, you have the, the nice facade, but under that, there's a lot of brokenness. And we're able to say, now, as we come into our own, if the love of Jesus moves us, what does that look like for us in Phoenix? And if you live in Phoenix for any amount of time, just like everywhere, but more so in Phoenix, there are two things that stand out, and those two things are convenience and consumerism. You see it everywhere you go, and you see it honestly seep into to churches. And so we're, we're downtown in the heart of the urban core of Phoenix, and we've just said, hey, if we can do what God's called us to do, that we would see the love of Jesus move people from convenience and consumerism to connection and contributing in the local church. And, and what's amazing to see, I think two years in, is that's not just on our website, right? That's not just a cute phrase we say that has all C's, right? It's something we're seeing lived out and people begin to repeat that language in our church and they're like, yeah, that's why, that's why my job is so difficult because of the convenience and the consumerism. It's, so, it's such a part of our culture and, and our people begin to see we need to see the love of Jesus move us out of that to connecting and contributing. So we just, we're, we're becoming who we are, I guess is the best way to say it two years ago. Where, where are you at in town? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so downtown Phoenix, we're, we're on one of the most traffic streets in downtown Phoenix, 7th Street. Um, downtown Phoenix is an interesting place. Five to ten years ago, and people will say this that even come to our church, they'll say, I would have never come downtown. Uh, because, I mean, it used to be, uh, pretty crazy prostitution. Um, the homeless population is heavy, heavy downtown. Nobody used to live downtown. That's all changing. The, the mayor, the city's funneling money into downtown. And uh, we're actually getting our first full-service grocery store downtown, a healthcare clinic put on by the Phoenix Suns. So it's becoming more livable on purpose. People are trying to make downtown a thing. And so we're a part of that. Um, and so we intersect with that. We intersect a lot of things, right? We intersect some, some controversial issues. It's the most progressive part of our city. And so we do that as Phoenix Bible Church with the Bible, and we, we engage culture. And so if you, typically you see churches, they, 
they either immerse in the culture and they just say, hey, that's where it's going, you might as well join them, or, or they go the opposite direction and they say, well, we might as well f- form a, a holy huddle and get away from the culture, or you have the people that confront the culture all the time and they hold up the street signs, and, and we say, we don't want to do any of that, we want to do what Jesus did and, and engage culture with truth and love, and so we get to do that. So from stage, uh, I've preached on some really controversial issues and said, this is what the Bible says, uh, but so we brought that truth and haven't budged on it, but we were doing it in love. And not just from stage, like, hey, we love you, you're a sinner, but we love you. But like, hey, actually in community, we love you, and we want you to know Jesus. And so I think that's, that's rare. Not that we're the only ones who do that downtown, uh, but that expression of the church is rare and unique. And I think um, that's why God's called us here. That's and there aren't really, when I was there, there, there aren't really a ton of churches downtown in general, right? There's a few, but not yeah. a lot, right? There's a few, and, and there's not because, again, the perception is, in the last 10 years, well, not many people live there. Yeah, so well, it's, it's kind of a new opportunity yeah, in a it's, sense. It's definitely. They got so a Chick-fil-A, and so that changed everything, really. <laughs> changed everything yeah, for yeah. us, too, up yeah. here, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah it's yeah. good stuff. Um, how can we be praying for you? Yeah, so I would say two years in, I mean, we're, we're excited about what God can do, not just two, but five, ten. And, and we want to see more of the love moves I did, more of convenience to, to connecting, contributing, all those things. Um, but to do that, we, we need to grow in a more sustainable way. I mean, being downtown is awesome, but it's also difficult. We, we typically don't get the family stable that just walks in. We have that, uh, but we, we get a lot of broken people being downtown. Um, and so we need to figure out a way. How, how can we not just have a church that's existing for us, but's impacting the world around us, uh, 10 years? How can we not baptize just the, the single mom, but how can we baptize her kid in 10 years? And, and so some of the ways we're talking about doing that is raising funds and, and just realizing, hey, if we're going to be downtown, uh, we're going to need some partnerships. And so you guys are a big part of that. Um, I'm the only staff pastor. We've, we've been able to stipend our kids and worship person just a little bit, which has been really helpful. But ultimately, we need another pastor. You guys have two great staff pastors, Tim and Kevin, that complement one another. Um, I, I, I'm not all things to all people. And uh, so I, I need somebody else, right, to, to help us carry the load, to really, again, sing towards the future. And so you guys can pray for that, just how all those pieces come together. That'd be, that'd be great. Cool. That's awesome. Well, uh, I'm excited to, to hear from Tim. He's going to talk uh, this morning about unity uh, in the church. It's good to, to hear from him. He, will, he and his family will be in the back uh, after the service uh, for any questions or anybody who wants to, to say hi. I'm also grateful that he's preaching because uh, this week, uh, Pastor Kevin Kelly and Jim Swanson uh, and myself also got to spend a good chunk of our week the last few days uh, in this uh, preaching conference, this training workshop on how to grow as teachers of the Bible. It was actually held, this is my little tie-in here, it was, it was at Hinson Memorial Baptist, one of the oldest churches in town, which is just uh, barely a mile down Salmon from us on Salmon and, and 20th, right here in almost the, the same neighborhood. Uh, it was great to gather with pastors from all over, uh, and I thought, well, if we could have Tim on a week when I really didn't want to preach, that would be even better, right? Uh, and so uh, it, it's a great thing in that way. But it's also, it was really cool this week just to connect with more pastors. And one of the guys from Hinson came up to me, a guy I'd never met before, one of their uh, associate pastors there. And 
And he's like, oh, it's really good to meet you. Um, uh, two weeks ago on Sunday, I guess they do this as a regular thing, which is just so simple, I never thought of it. Um, but he's like, we, we, we try to, on a kind of a regular basis, on a schedule, uh, pray for the other churches in the neighborhood. Uh, and so he's like, I prayed for you, and I prayed for uh, your church, and uh, really encouraged about what's going on there. And, and so there's something cool, just uh, uh, from my perspective, really encouraging, um, where we got to gather together with pastors from all over the area. There's other pastors pastors in the neighborhood praying for one another uh, in our ministries. We get to, uh, get to, to catch up with uh, Tim and, and the Birdwells and hear more about Phoenix Bible Church. This is the, the church capital C, the people of God in action. And we're just one small local uh, kind of outworking, small outpost of, of his people. And, and it's just an amazing thing to both be a part of a local church as well as to connect to other aspects of his church you know, all across, all across the city and, and beyond. So I'm going to pray for Tim, uh, and then he is going to uh, open up the Bible and uh, teach some this morning. So let's pray. Father, we just praise you uh, as we always do for this time together, and uh, we just thank you for what you're doing in uh, and around Tim and his family uh, and Phoenix Bible Church. We thank you for how you have sustained them, how you have grown them, how you have matured them, how you have brought them through uh, challenging beginnings, not exactly the same story as ours, but, but still hard times, abrupt transitions uh, that, that we know uh, uh, don't always, you know, the churches don't always survive that. And yet, beyond surviving, uh, we're seeing them flourish in Phoenix. We're seeing uh, people come to know you more deeply, new people come to, to meet you for the first time, and we just praise you for that. We just ask that you would continue uh, to use Tim, ask that you continue to uh, bless and sustain and grow their church, ask that you would uh, continue to provide the resources that they need financially, uh, as well as more leaders to help share the load in a church that uh, is made up of so many younger people. Uh, and then we also just pray for my brother now as he opens your word this morning. Give us all eyes to see and, and ears to hear. Give Tim your words. Help us all to understand uh, in a deeper way this morning some of what your church, your people are supposed to be like as we live life with you together so that more people would know what you're like both in Portland, in Phoenix, and in the whole world. So speak through Tim now. Help us to hear your word through his words. Amen. Amen. 